The preseason watch list for the 2023 Reese's Senior Bowl has been released with three Sun Devils making the roster. We're going to discuss who they are and who else should be on the radar on this bonus edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to this edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw. As always, I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen of the day. Remember, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. If you want to check us out in a visual platform, of course, wherever you do get those podcasts, make sure you hit like and subscribe. And also turn on those notifications so you get an update every time we post new content, which is Monday through Friday. If you want to stay in touch with everything that's going on, with the podcast and with Arizona State, make sure you're following me on Twitter at RichieBrad36. Follow the podcast while you're there as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. And make sure you're following my content for Sports Illustrated at All Sun Devils. Follow all three of them. You're never going to be out of touch with anything going on with Arizona State Sun Devils. Let's go ahead and hop into today's conversation. Uh, looking at the Senior Bowl watch list that has been released. There were nearly 500 players added. So it's not for a lack of research that the Senior Bowl has done. There are so many guys that are going to be evaluated, both from Power 5 schools and Division 3 schools. I mean, the Senior Bowl does its homework, and it does it very, very well. With that in mind, three Arizona State Sun Devils have made the list. All three incredibly deserving. I felt like there was a few others who maybe were more deserving than these guys on the list, but taking a look at these guys first. You have Ladarius Henderson on the offensive line. You have Emery Jones, a quarterback. And you have Nesta Jade Silvera on the defensive line. None of them overly surprising to see them on the list. Henderson, to me, is the most worthy addition of these three guys. Has played all over the offensive line at a pretty high level, all things considered. And I think that he could very well end up being one of the better uh, interior linemen uh, prospects for the 2023 draft. I think he's going to end up being one of the best linemen in general in the Pac-12 this year. And he's going to be a major driving force for the offense entirely. And to do that at the guard position is incredibly impressive for him. Emery Jones... Another non-surprise here, what Emery really brings to the Senior Bowl is a lot of name recognition value, is people look at Emery Jones on the roster and they'll go, hey, I know him. He was really, really fun to watch during his time at Florida and was also really fun to watch at Arizona State. People are going to see Emery Jones and they're going to be like, yeah, I'm definitely going to tune in. It's going to bring in the crowd attraction. And that's not to say that Emery Jones isn't worthy. He's incredibly worthy. The dude has shown off some great arm talent and dynamic running ability. He would be more than a welcome addition to the Senior Bowl. Finally, you have Nesta Jade Silvera, who is going to be the starting nose tackle for Arizona State. Won't have too much competition for the nose tackle position specifically, but there's definitely going to be a rotating defensive line. Overall, though, I feel like Silvera is going to be one of the more consistent pieces on the defensive line entirely. 
and could end up being one of the more reliable guys on the defense as a whole. So for them to be added to the senior bowl watch list, not really a surprise. I feel like, again, they're all more than worthy additions to be placed on this watch list. Again, I think Henderson probably stands out the most to me as the guy who I feel like definitely should have been included. You know, this is going to be a very interesting offensive line. There's a lot of veteran guys on here. You have uh, Ben Scott is moving inside to center after playing right tackle last year. He's a redshirt junior, so he is potentially a guy to watch. You have two grad transfers coming in in the form of Chris Martinez and Des Holmes. Holmes coming from Penn State and Martinez coming from San Diego State. As grad transfer seniors, they are also going to be guys who could be considered for the senior bowl. So the offensive line definitely has a lot of competition, but Henderson definitely feels like the standout amongst the rest of those guys. Oh, uh, Emmett Boley, another another transfer from Northern State who is a senior transfer. So there you go. You legitimately have basically a starting offensive line left to right that should get some recognition, maybe not for the Senior Bowl, maybe for the East-West Shrine game or any other major event. But the point being is this is a very veteran offensive line. Henderson finds a way to stand out the most, though. Incredibly impressive guy. Emory Jones will have some difficult competition when it comes to senior quarterbacks across the nation. Like I said, the thing he's got going for him is a lot of name recognition. People know who Emory Jones is. And because of that, he would definitely be a main attraction to the Senior Bowl. And while the Senior Bowl is very prestigious and trying to build up the best rosters they can, First of all, Emory would still be a great addition for that because he is a great college quarterback. But more than anything, I mean, he would help sell tickets. He would help sell the media and bring in a lot more attention to Mobile. Finally, Nessa Jade Silvera, just a super safe defensive lineman. We saw DJ Davidson get drafted for Arizona State uh, this past uh, 2022 draft. I don't see a reason why uh, Silvera can't also find himself into the NFL draft. I feel like he can be just as good as Davidson was last year. Davidson, I personally was kind of surprised with the amount of draft fanfare that he ended up generating during the process. And I feel like Silvera could be a better player than he was, which will definitely drum up some really good interest for him. So as long as these three guys are able to play at a very high level in 2022, and I don't really see a situation where they can't because they all feel like very safe players. I think that's the biggest thing that might stand out here. All three of them feel like guys who you don't have to worry about necessarily busting for you. The biggest, you know, like quote unquote bust potential would be Emery Jones. And more than anything, that would be because he's an incoming transfer after being mainly a one-year starter at an SEC school. Other than that, though, uh, Silvera is a very proven nose tackle. Henderson's a very proven interior lineman. So that would be probably the most likely reason that they were all included on this list. But there are a handful of guys who were not included. And we're going to go ahead and take our first break and hop into who I also believe should be added to that list. This is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast brought to you by Bet Online. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to check on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, 
NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts they have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action happening right now. BetOnline, where the game starts. Guys, you need to make sure that you check out the ultimate college football preview. It is, it, it's here. College football season is finally upon us. And this college football preview provided to you by Odyssey is a seven-episode preview with college experts, local team experts, and, of course, Odyssey College Football Insiders. It's everything you need to be ready for the college football season in one spot. Search for Ultimate College Football Preview on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Get ready, guys. We're, we finally made it to college football season. Couldn't be more excited for it. Looking back at our conversation here about the Senior Bowl, I feel like it's it, there, there's a lot of guys on this ASU roster that are all veterans that should be getting some some interesting attention and attraction towards like a senior bowl watch list, but you can't put the whole roster on there, which is why you really took the three safest guys and threw them on there. With that being said, I have like a handful of guys who I feel like should be generating a little more conversation than they're actually getting. Now, to throw out some honorable mentions, again, that offensive line of Emmett Bully, Chris Martinez, Des Holmes could all generate some conversation. Depending on Ben Scott, if he is able to graduate this year, he could also be thrown on that list. So the pretty, like I said, pretty much the starting offensive line. Uh, you could generate some conversation for Messiah Swenson, who is a redshirt senior transfer. Uh, Brian Thompson is a guy who I feel like could maybe rebound this year after a very disappointing first season in there at, uh, at Arizona state. We'll see with him uh, defensively. If Michael Matus didn't get injured, I would have absolutely thrown him on this list. But unfortunately with that injury, it feels very likely that he ends up coming back to the program for 2023. Uh, Tatala Pesafi is also a guy I would look at uh, basically the other nose tackle after Silvera should be an interesting guy to keep an eye on. And then yeah, I would, I would throw Chris Edmonds on there too, as a, as a grad uh, or not a, a grad transfer, a senior transfer from uh, Sanford should also be a guy, but uh, again, wouldn't be surprised if he ended up staying with the program a little longer. That's a bunch of honorable mentions. There are six guys in particular though, that I would like proudly throw their name into the hat though, as guys to look out for, for a senior bowl watch list. Uh, we're going to break it up three and three. First guy, everyone knows how big I am on him, Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson, a proven receiver, 120 catches in his last three seasons at Vanderbilt, had some opportunities to flash himself as the number one receiver and has some awesome uh, run after the catch ability. Unfortunately for him, Vanderbilt is just a bad college and they were not able to build an offense that was sustainable to anyone, let alone for Cam Johnson. And he still found a way to be productive with them. But ultimately, he does decide to transfer and he comes to Arizona State where he has a legitimate opportunity to be the number one wide receiver. And there's very little stopping him from getting into that situation is if he is able to obtain it and he can turn in, you know, close to a thousand yard season or maybe even a thousand yard season. 
he could be added to that list. Now, remember, we actually talked to Cam Johnson a few weeks back, maybe even a couple months ago. It, it's been a minute. I can't remember how long it was, but you guys will have to check out that interview if you haven't already. But he had mentioned that he would not rule out coming back to Arizona State for 2023 because he does have another eligible uh, season of eligibility because of the COVID year. But he, at the same time, is looking to put together the best season possible. And if he gets great news for his draft stock, then, yeah, he's going to declare. So we can't necessarily rule him out as somebody who won't be added to the list because he has one more year of eligibility. But I also feel like he could definitely be a guy that we start watching right now. The other guy on offense I have here is Xavier Valade. This is a really obvious one. Valade, a two-time thousand-yard rusher with the Wyoming Cowboys, coming to Arizona State now, should be the primary focus in the backfield, should probably split some time with Daniel Legato, but I feel like he's probably the lead workhorse for the team and will certainly be a factor in the passing game. He is hopefully a like RC Cola version of Rashad White's Coca-Cola is what you're going to be banking on this year. But he is a productive guy, and he is someone who could definitely see a very nice uptick in production, maybe even in the touchdown department with Arizona State. Again, like this is going to be a very run-heavy team, and because of that, Valaday could definitely see himself a very nice workload. And we saw Rashad White end up going to the Senior Bowl last year. Eno Benjamin was there a couple years ago. Kalen Balage was there even before that. The Senior Bowl is not shy about adding Arizona State running backs for what it's worth. You know, it's just a grain of salt. Take it for what it is. But maybe Valade can add himself to that list. Wouldn't necessarily surprise me. One more guy I want to talk about before we go into our final break here is Trevez Moore. I, again, am very excited about Moore. I got to talk to him. He seems very determined. He's got very high expectations for himself. He has mentioned multiple times, not just to me on the podcast, but to the media in general that his expectations are to break Terrell Suggs' sack record, which is 24. That's a lot of sacks in one season. And it would be absolutely insane if Trevez Moore were to do that and not make it to the Senior Bowl at that point. It just feels like even with a one year of major production, if you are breaking a record like that, I just don't understand how you don't add him to your Senior Bowl watch list. Trevez Moore just looks like that bendy athlete. He can convert speed to power. I think he's a lot twitchier than people realize. And I think that he can definitely end up proving to be a reliable number one pass rusher for you. And he's going to have to be, quite frankly, because Michael Matus is out for the year across from him. You're going to be rotating some guys in on the defensive line like Anthony Cooper and Garen Stansbury and Joe Moore. You're really hoping that A, Trevez Moore is 100% ready to go, which it sounds like he is coming off that ACL tear, but even more so that he can be that consistent force. He doesn't need to have 30, 40 sacks this year. You know What he does need to do is provide that consistent, reliable pressure to collapse the pocket and force quarterbacks into bad decisions. That's what you need from him. Again, that won't necessarily generate senior bowl conversation, but I feel like he should be on their radar as potentially a guy who could have a really nice breakout this year. Let's go ahead and hop into our final break. When we return, I got three more guys I want to talk about, 
and then we'll close out the show. This is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen of the day. Go ahead and make your second listen of the day, the Locked On Pac-12 podcast, hosted by my good friend Spencer McLaughlin. Tune in and get all your Pac-12 news in 30 minutes or less. Again, make it your second listen of the day and stay in touch with everything going on in the Conference of Champions. Three more guys I want to talk about. Two guys, pretty, pretty obvious. First guy, Merlin Robertson. This is a guy who I feel like didn't get enough generated conversation about him last year. I don't see why we're continuing to sleep on him. You know, we've talked before about how outstanding his freshman year was and how he just unfortunately never was able to really build on that and turn in, you know, better and better and better seasons. It feels like he just kind of peaked as a freshman, but he's still a good player. He's a very smart player. He's a student of the game and he's a captain on the field, you know, as the middle linebacker for the team. He's calling out the the defense and understanding what the offense is throwing at him. He's a veteran leader for the team. He's very vocal and locker room guy. There's so much to like here with Merlin Robertson. And it just shocks me every time for senior bowl watch lists. Like he didn't get added last year. Now, for what it's worth, obviously he did decide to come back. But to my knowledge, I don't think he was on last year's preseason watch list. I feel like that's just a mistake. And Merlin Robertson is just a lot better than what a box score would indicate. But even then, he's still putting up good numbers. He he had three interceptions last year. You're hoping he can generate more of a pass rush like he showed early in his career with Arizona State. And if he can, then suddenly he becomes a very complete linebacker. But if Darian Butler wasn't able to make it to Mobile last year, Merlin Robertson's going to have a really tough time as well, as is his partner in crime, who I also threw on the list, Kyle Sully. Sully, again, led the team in tackles a year ago with 88. He has a very good chance to do it once again this year. Sully's a really good football player. I've mentioned before, I feel like there's times where he just frustrates the heck out of me. But more often than not, it feels like Kyle Sully is just an instinctive guy, finds his way to the ball carrier, and more often than not, makes a tackle than he does with. He's just a smart player, a safe tackler. Every once in a while can lay the boom, too. He, uh... He got ejected for targeting last year. So this, this isn't a guy who's necessarily afraid of contact. Him and Robertson, to me, should definitely be guys generating conversation. The last guy I got to mention, if you know anything about me, you know who it is. It's Corey Bethley. Everyone knows how much I love Corey Bethley by now. 99 tackles, five picks a year ago. Dude is highly productive in the turnover department. He's able to generate a pass rush. He's a safe, reliable tackler. And he can play all over the field. That's what Arizona State needs to do with him this year, too. Get creative with him. Play him everywhere. Slide him in the nickel. Play him up close to the line of scrimmage. Deep safety, drop, man coverage. I don't care. Just find a way to incorporate Corey Bethley as many ways as you can. The more creative you can get with him, the more exotic your defense can be, and the more productive and efficient Corey Bethley can be for you. He is a good, good, good player. He probably would have been one of my picks for the Senior Bowl. So I think if if I had to narrow it to the three guys, oh, this is tough. I feel like you still got to go Emory Jones. I would still go Ladarius Henderson. 
And I'd probably go Merlin Robertson. Corey Bethlew would be my fourth. And not a not a shot at the rest of the guys because uh, Nessa Jade Silvera is incredibly worthy as a as a super high level nose tackle. Uh, I I love Trevez Moore. Obviously, I want to see Cam Johnson's Xavier Valade get their dues, and Kyle Soley could be more productive than people realize. The good news is you still have the East West Shrine Bowl game, which will take in probably the rest of the guys who don't make it to Mobile. There's a lot of really good seniors on the Sun Devils this year. You did lose a lot, but you brought in a lot of veteran guys. And I mean, you brought in a lot. And I'm very excited for many of these guys who are both returning and coming in brand new to the program. But that pretty much wraps up this edition of the Lockdown Sun Devils podcast. So thank you guys so much for making us your first listen of the day. As always, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, if you want to check us out in a visual platform. Wherever you do get those podcasts, though, make sure you hit like and subscribe. And also turn on those notifications so you get an update every time we post new content, which is Monday through Friday. If you're on Twitter, go ahead and follow me at RichieBrads36. Follow the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. And follow the content that I put up for Sports Illustrated at All Sun Devils. But that wraps it up for us here. Until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked On.